and welcome back to the Creativity Insights podcast. I'm Sarah and this is Joe. Today we'll be talking about creativity and engineering, as well as the general public's perceptions of what it means to be an engineer. I'm an engineering major, and I have grown up with a lot of opportunities to experiment with building and creativity. So it wasn't until I got to college that I realized that I may have a different idea of what typical traits of engineers are. Joe, what do you think the general public would believe were good skills to have as engineers? Well, most people would just think that they have to be good at math and science. They may also mention that they would need to be very organized and disciplined when it comes to setting timelines for their projects. There are also stereotypes about engineers and how they are antisocial and don't want to work with non-engineers. I'm glad you brought up the idea of limited social and leadership skills. I personally believe that working together to problem solve is one of the most important parts of engineering, but I guess most people don't see it that way. Yeah, and I'm undeclared, so I have to look at a lot of different programs that I might want to go into in the future. So I've actually looked into the engineering program here at James Madison University. It seems pretty different from a lot of other programs. How would you say it's different, and why do you think it is that way? JMU's engineering program is very new. In fact, the first class graduated in 2012. I think it's a good thing that we're so new because we don't have to stick to the typical engineering path of education. Our program is very hands-on, and starting from day one, we do client-based projects and think about real-world applications. When they were forming the program, it was designed to be more interdisciplinary and requiring more people and soft skills, as this is what will be more needed in the future of engineering. You can teach anyone to understand calculus and statics problems, but it takes time and intentional practice to be able to communicate effectively. Since some people are still on the fence about whether engineering is creative, can you share a few examples of techniques used to foster creativity, problem solving, and innovation? Sure. Ideally, a lot of time on a project will be spent taking into consideration the needs, wants, and concerns of the client, user, and stakeholders. This creates a more personal, catered product. We create personas that can make these goals less abstract. We also analyze case studies that create scenarios and put problems into a new perspective, and we even act out our user interfaces with prototypes or just by ourselves. These strategies can be used in any stage of engineering. And what are some of your thoughts about creativity and engineering? There are no bad ideas in the design phase, and everyone's voice should be heard. If we throw out some of our ideas right away, then it will severely limit the direction the design path can take. Finally, being innovative doesn't mean that you have to have a completely new idea as every idea has to be derived from somewhere. Taking an idea that either doesn't work at all, or even an idea that works pretty well and making it better is what innovation and engineering are all about. My current favorite example of expanding upon ideas are small buildings in Zimbabwe that mimic the structure of a termite mound in order to create airflow naturally without external resources. I think it's important to have the mindset that you just need to be observant and willing to take a chance when you see a problem that could be fixed, rather than just trying to will creativity and innovation to come into your mind. Exactly. Alright, it looks like that's all the time we have for today. 
Listeners, I hope you've all enjoyed this discussion on creativity and engineering on the Creativity Insights podcast, and we'll see you next time.